on Kia, the weekend preview with Dean Watling and Mick Gannon. I thought the top two were struck on the Brave Mead with a way to go. I just sort of thought Brave Mead, the way he hit the line up to the 1,400 metres. For me, I've put him on top. With Brave Mead coming at them both, over the top, Brave Mead, two got Brave Mead. I think Arkansas Kid is ridiculous odds here. Yeah, I'd, I'd nearly have a two play on Arkansas Kid and Facile, given that Arkansas Kid, I agree, is way over the odds. Arkansas Kid is bursting through from Facile and Don Corleone. Arkansas Kid just in front. I was willing to take Tropical Squall on. I like Autumn Angel. Tropical Squall grabbed by Autumn Angel. She's got it. Autumn Angel gets up to win it. At the current odds, Gareth, I'd be more than happy to take Rosa Arataki, who will probably get the run of the race out in front and prove hard to beat the small field. Rosa Arataki, 50 metres to go. Packing too many punches and one. Rosa Arataki has won it. But although Unspoken was hard enough to beat in a, a big field here. But Unspoken, well rated in the lead and wins it comfortably. Without a fight, it's a main danger. So I've probably just got without a fight on top. I think Mitchell Wilson's bang on without a fight. I think we're just getting a juicy price because he didn't go to the Turnbull Stakes. West What a weekend from the lads. They were on the fire. It was a complete and utter fill-up from Mitchie Lewis and Dean Watling. Mickey Gannon was superb as well because he was playing golf, but it was uh, his encouragement and um, his support that helped inspire the boys. And let's welcome in the team ahead of a magical weekend of racing. It's the greatest race that WS Cox played on Saturday. We've got the Manicato for the sprinters. A group two crystal mole. This will be one for the ages. A small but full of quality type of field and contest. That will be the crystal mile. The the vase for the three-year-olds, the Crockett Stakes, the Red Anchor. The English Banner is always intriguing for the two-year-olds. And then at Randwick, we've got the Craven Plate. And then the group one, the Spring Champion Stakes for the three-year-olds. The Invitation for the Mayors and the Calendar Presnell as well. What a day it promises to be. Let's welcome in the team, dmotling.com. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Gareth, Gano, Mitchie Lewis, back again for another week. Uh, last group one in Sydney, Spring Champion Stakes, and a mouthboard in Cox Plate. So can't wait to rip in, fellas. And hello to you, Mickey Gannon. Welcome back. Well, indeed, good to be back. How good, uh, how good were the boys? I feel like Jerome Luai, whenever I'm away, they go better. It's unbelievable. And Mitchie Lewis with about a 100 to one shot. He somehow got a 15 year old horse to get over the line in the Geelong Cup. That's how good he's going. As I said, I think at Mount Gambier, the. the the richest people there are the Scott family with Scott Transport. You know, when you're driving down that Hume Highway and a big truck goes past you, it's it's Scott Transport with um, from Mount Gambia. Mitchie Lewis has replaced him, Alan Scott, yeah, after tipping a maid in the Geelong Cup and his domination over the last couple of weeks. Hello to you, Mitchie Lewis from formguidebreakdowns.com. Yeah, no, I'm just a, just a small-time chipper away around here. That's all right. I'll, I'll let the Scots Transport carry on. All right, boys, let's go and preview this Cox Plate. We'll go runner by runner. This is the first race that we'll analyse. And uh, the favourite, of course, is Romantic Warrior. He's at $3.80. James McDonald, Danny Shum is the trainer. Let's hear from Danny Shum, the trainer of Romantic Warrior. In this year's Cox Plate, he's the pride and joy of Hong Kong. Uh, the boys um, the, give me a good report. I, day by day, he said the horse is getting better day by day. And James McDonald, he galloped him three times on the turf, two times in Mooney Valley. Every time he gallops, he sent me the report. It's very good. 
and one of the wallaby on the turf, he's still very good, he's told me, yeah. Just get on Romantic Warrior after what I saw there on Monday morning with his track work, Mitchie Lewis. Your thoughts about his chances? Yeah, he's definitely got to be considered. I know I think he'll definitely improve off that first up run. Uh, rating points for the world racing is certainly very high in that. Uh, and Barrier 7, I think he's probably going to track or look to track Alligator Blood. So I definitely reckon he's a huge chance in my opinion. All right, Mickey Gannon. Oh, mate, he's a massive chance, clearly on top for me. Uh, but just quietly, how good's Danny Shum? Probably the only man that's dressed in a uh, three-piece suit at Geelong uh, yesterday. Like, what, what a legend. Loved him. Um, horse to beat, rolls forward. Mm. They reckon he's improved four lengths. He only has to improve two and a half to be a deserved favourite, and he, he's clearly on top for me, G-Man. Do you know? Yeah, I think barriers win big races, and we saw it last year of Animo. We saw it uh, last couple of weeks ago. We think about it in the Everest, and he just pa- maps to get the perfect run. He can have outside the leader if he wants. He can have the one one. He can have three pairs back. He's got a million options, and I just love the progression that um, J Max speaks of post the Turnbull, which we've seen stack up. West Wind blows showed immense improvement to run second in the Caulfield Cup. I think he's also do it. And we're now getting a juicier price because he got beaten the term mistakes, fellas. Yeah, we're going to have to see the real romantic warrior in the Cox Plate. Can't wait to see what he can do there. He's at 380 in the market leader there with Bet365. Zaki's the old boy. He's got an outside gate to contend with. He's at $19 with Bet365. Let's listen to Robbie Archibald, the racing manager for Annabelle Neesham. She's over the moon with the way he's going. She's been happy with him all preparation and Obviously, just building for for Saturday. So, um, from from his work point of view, he's been spot on. He's he looks great. He's moving as well as ever. Um, so she's really pleased with him. Um, so you know, fingers crossed. Um, fingers crossed that he's presents on the day in, in the order that he is at the moment. Can he win, Mickey Gannon? No, gee, absolutely yeah. not. I've got I've got Zaki Mark twenty nine dollars. I'm not keen at all. It comes out of two slowly run races, fourteen, sixteen, now two thousand meters. In my notes, I've written spell me. Yeah, he needs to get to the front. I think he'll have to do too much work to get to the front, Dino. In my eyes. Yeah, I think it's going to sums up really well. I think he's about a sixteen hundred meter horse than two thousand. The gate adds even more um, negativity to that, as well as the the blood count scratches race morning two starts ago. Oh, well, Last start was meant to be. So, yeah, no for me. Mitchie? Yeah, no. Barrier 12's worst case scenario. Because he's six weeks in between runs, it's a little bit concerning for me. How he's going to get across Alligator Blood and Romantic Warrior, I've got no idea. So he's either going to have to run his race really early or take a sit and ride for luck. Jeez, Mr. Brightside's been affirming with Bet365 into $7 since the Barrier draw. He gets gate two for Craig Williams. Here's JD Hayes this morning talking about Mr. Brightside. Uh, no, I wasn't. Um, I think it just comes across a little bit disappointing because he's a dollar ninety. But yep. when you go through Fangirl and reflect, her form behind Animo is outstanding. She's a very good horse in her own right, and um, we were a month between runs going to Sydney. So if we're ever going to be vulnerable there, and we're back on our home deck, he's very good at the Valley. Two weeks between runs up to two thousand, he ticks a lot, a lot of boxes for me, and um, gives him a chance to bounce back. So that's me asking, J.D., was he disappointed in the King Charles effort? I know he finished second. That's probably a little bit harsh. But Fangirl did go straight past him, Dean. But since the barrier draw, he's had some good support, Mr. Brightside. He is dead set with ludicrous old here. He should be second favourite. He's going to get the run of the race, a leader's back. Um, I think he's massive old here. I don't know how Alligator Blood is in front of him. I know people have the, the 2,000 metre knock on him. But he ran the second fastest last 600 of the Cox Plate last year. 
He's going better than ever. And his last start runs a total forgive. Like JD mentioned, four weeks between runs. He was fourth up. The last thing he wanted was a slowly run 1,600 metre race and a sit and sprint. And that's what they got. Um, and Fangel just showed a superior turn of foot. The interesting note that I wanted to make was his six to the four in the King Charles was 11.48 and his two to the finish was 11.32. So his fastest split there was his two to the finish, which just screams to me that sit and sprint didn't suit and maybe he's looking for 2,000 metres. So I think he's a bet in the race and you've got to have a bet on him um, here at the price. Mickey? It's a strange one. I'm not sure. I think $6 is poison. I don't know what the price Dean has at marks, considering he thinks it's way overs. But he's come out of three slowly run races and now we're expected to see a high pressure 2,000 metres where there is some minor query. Not significant, but minor query. $6 is far too short for me. I had him uh, closer to $10. Bet365 have him $7. Gareth Hall, bet Dino. Um, you're going to have 15 with me, Mitchie Lewis. Ooh, I like that. Um, look, I thought it was pretty savvy of him to choose barrier two, to be honest. Yeah. Um, mm. It's just going to give him his best chance because I sort of thought if you have Zaki, Alligator Blood go at each other, you're going to be in the race sitting off that speed, but he goes well at the Valleys, three out of four here, but I do think there's others that are going to have a better chance for, than him, in my opinion. I just sort of thought they've given themselves the best chance. The, the, the alligator, alligator blood. He's on fire at the moment. He's won his last couple of group ones, Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot Prepare. Here's Gay Waterhouse talking about alligator blood after his work on Tuesday morning at the Valley. It was fabulous. It was absolutely fabulous. He glided around here. He wouldn't have blown a candle out at the end of the gallop. He was just a happy chappy. Why do you love him so much? What makes him so special, Gay? He's a professional, an absolute professional. And he's a real, like, Muhammad Ali with a boxer. You know, he goes out there and he goes, whack, whack, whack. I love it. <laughs> we love you too, Gay, and we love the, we love the alligator, Mitchie Lewis. Can he win a Cox Plate? I think he can. I've been pushing him for the last few weeks, saying that I think he's a massive chance if he gets a good barrier. So barrier five was interesting. I, I thought three or four would be ideal, but... I trust Gay more than probably I trust myself there. I just sort of think, I know they're knocking him in the might and power that he's coming off such a hardly run race into this one. But for me, the sort of how he sort of looks and how they talk about him, I think he's the sort of horse that can back it up as another hot tempo race. A little bit concerned Zaki drew out wide because I'm worried Zaki will nag him. But yeah, I'm pretty keen on him and I think he's about that right price. Mickey? Yeah, I think it's a um, it's a big box ticker that he comes out of a really strong run race. I think we needed to see that. I was I was wasn't that keen on him two thousand meters, but from what we saw last start and and his ratings profile, he's just he's just produced a, a massive peak there. He can definitely do it again. He's got the right jockey, he's got the right gate, and uh, he's around the right price. G, I think that's very fair. Dino. Yeah, it's just how he comes out of that strongly run race last start. If he kicks off it, then he's incredibly hard to beat. I'm probably in the other court. I thought. Uh, that might take a little bit out of him. He's probably going to get uh, more pressure up front here, but I'd love to see him adopt the same tactics as he did last start. He's not going to beat them in a sit and sprint. I think the way he's going to beat them is what he did last start, take off nice and early, turn it into a truly run race, and that suits his profile and his toughness. So massive chance, but probably uh, short enough in the market. I could probably mark him a touch longer. If the blood does that, according to Dino, with his tactics, it'll help this horse, Gold Trip. Let's hear from Kiramara and Mark Sarah, who combined with their Melbourne Cup winner, who was, I thought, so brave there in the Caulfield Cup the other day. And at the moment, with Bet365, Gold Trip's at $8. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he pulled up. Pulled up pretty well. Um, we'll see how he is over the next few days, but... Um... 
Yeah, early signs are good. I think so. I, I think for him, you know, we're going to be probably the last one on the scene and it'd be good if uh, they want to bash each other up sort of down the side and I think our chance is going to be to snip them late. Can he do it? Can he come over the top of him here, Mickey Gannon? Gold certainly trip. can. Yeah, look, he, he definitely can. Um, we, we know he's come out of strong run races. He just needs he just needs a speed on. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll be thereabouts. There's, there's no way they're going to run this slowly. So he can definitely win, G. Uh, I hear there's a bit of rain about in Melbourne this morning. A little bit. It was a little bit of rain overnight as well. But that, that valley yeah. track can dry out pretty quickly. If they get rain during the meetings, which is unlikely, then you can, I think, think a little bit more into it. But yeah. um, no, I think the track will play pretty I, fair. I, what I would say, G, is Gold Trip's probably the only back marker that could win this race. Yeah. Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, I agree. I, I, he's going to be back. He's going to run a good race. He's going to flash home at some stage. I think a lot of it for his chances are going to depend on what happens up the front. So if they do go helter-skelter, it sets him right up, then that's okay. But if they have their sort of middle sections where they peel it off a little bit, I think you'll find some trouble. But if the race is run to suit him, he's a huge chance. Dino? Yeah, I think he's a better chance in a Cox play than he is in a Melbourne Cup this year. So if you do like him, I think this is the race you want to chime in. Like we referenced, if they get a strongly run race, um, do it at your own peril because he's probably going to be the strongest late. Just needs luck in transit and a little bit of juice, like Gano mentioned. And he's somewhat of a forgotten horse out of a, a great Caulfield Cup. So fascinated to see what the market does with him. I couldn't, wouldn't be surprised if he's a, a big steamer. We'll get a quick comment on these horses here. Six My O'Bron, can he win a Cox Plate? We'll start with Mitchie, then we'll go to Mick and Dino. Mitch? Not in my opinion. Be lucky to uh, be in the first half, G. Yeah, wet track's the only chance for him. Geez, Pinstripe's had some good back. He's now into $61. She could have got around $100-odd there after the Bowery draw for Enverjusis Sovich and Benny Allen, Mitch. Yeah, I think he just lacks a little bit of class compared to some of these. He's going to need luck from Barrier 11. He's two from two here at the track, so maybe he could be your roughy player, but I give him a small, like, minimal chance. Okay, so first fours maybe there for you, Mitch. Some, some value there. Something what, like that. Yeah, yep. Mickey Gannon. Couldn't possibly entertain him, G. Okay, pinstriped. And what about you, Dino, with EJ? He's in good form at the moment. Betty would be dush, dush, dushing um, as the DJ. <laughs> what would we be doing, G? I don't know. Dush, that? Yeah, dush, dush <laughs> back in the day. Doof, doof. Doof, doof, dush. <laughs> no, I don't think he's a chance. I think if you're an inferior horse, you need everything in your court, and Barry Eleven's not in that um, setup. 0499-736-736 to join our conversation. Who won the prize? I reckon it was I reckon it was Steve from Glenroy. Dane Ripper back in 1997 was Damien Oliver's first Cox Plate winner for Bart Cummings. His grandson Edward Cummings will be teaming up with Ollie for his final Cox Plate ride with Juaz, who will be similar price to Dane Ripper. We'll preview the other half of the Cox Plate straight after the 10 o'clock news on the weekend preview. Welcome back to Getty Out. Yeah, we were born to run. My team, the weekend preview team, we're born to tip. They've been on fire so far this spring. Today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 0499736736. We've got a question for us here on Getty Up's Weekend Preview this morning. Let us know, but let's continue on our preview of the WS Cox play, our, our greatest race 
And this mare, Fangirl, is in a rich vein of form. She's at $8 for the Cox Plate. Chris Waller is having a crack with her at 2,000 metres and in a Cox Plate. She was devastating in the King Charles last start. This is what Chris Waller had to say about her chances. She's a very fit horse. She's peaking at the right time. And as you said, she, she was devastating last start. So I, I think she'll be fine. She's won over, she's won a group one over 1850, albeit against her own age and sex. But you can't do any more than win. So I think she'll be fine. She's a very clean-winded horse and always runs a strong mile. Uh, and at Ramwick, etc. And they say you need to be a 2,000-metre horse to win a tough Ramwick mile. So when you listen to Chris Waller, and I know the gate's not in her favour against Mr. Brightside, but after watching that King Charles Dino, like how can Fangirl be a longer price than Mr. Brightside? Yeah, it's pretty easy in my mind. That race, the way it was run, it was more so a 1,400 metre race. It was an absolute crawl. And then from the 400 metre mark, and they've just sprinted home. I think that little bit of an anchor drop at the 600 metre mark allowed her to build the revs to get up to sort of miss the bright side. And then I think if we all knew pre-race that it was a 400 metre sprint home, that she had the superior turn of speed. I think she gets complete opposite setup here. Gate nine, she's going to get back a strongly run 2,000 metre race. She's going to have to be a superior stayer, loop them and come round. And I just don't think she can do that. Um, so I'm against her and I don't think she can win the Cox Plate. All right then, Mickey Gannett. Yeah, she's the most vulnerable horse in the race, Geez, This is going to be a fast run 2,040-meter race. I had a marked, what I have her down here, uh, $29. Okay. Uh, I think she's extremely vulnerable. Uh, I think you could hear it in Chris's voice. I don't think he's as confident as, you, as you've heard him in the past. However... But tell me this then, Mickey. If you're thinking that she's a $29 chance... Yes, sir. Why would they go to a Cox Plate when they've got an invitation and then they've got a Champions Mile? Why would they go to the Cox Plate if they didn't think there's some chance that she'll get a strong 2,000 metres. They're not that stupid, Chris Waller. They're a very astute stable. And I definitely didn't make that, uh, that No, I know, too. but you know what I mean? It's sort of like... Well, all I can say is she's come off slow run races yep. where she's been able to use a, a superior turn of foot. She now gets to a 2,040 metres for the first time, mm-hmm. which is going to feel like when they go past the school that they've already gone 2,040 metres. And there's horses that are going to be back with her that are far better late over 2040, i.e. gold trip. Yeah. I can't see winning the race. Just a bit like you when you went for your first run down the, the <laughs> down the beautiful beach side at Manly. Oh, he was like blowing up. I do have the superior turn of foot though, Jake. You did. Stop you did. But unfortunately <laughs> you were left behind. Uh, Mitchie Lewis, what are you thinking of fangirl? Yeah, I think the boys summed it up pretty well. It's the setup that was a little bit concerning for me. I think she's just going to need a super ride and a lot of luck to win. I think if she can find some gap, if she's traveling, okay. But yeah, I think the boys summed it up pretty well. It's up. She's up against it. All right. Juaz is at $29 with bet three, six, five, Edward Cummings, Damien Oliver, Mickey. Just want to preface the fangirl thing though, G. Yep. Chris Waller is capable of anything. Correct. So mm. like, so it, it is an unknown. We've just, we've just got to we've just got to price that unknown in, and yep. I'm not willing to. Um, do He's I not ask... capable, however, of getting you fit enough to um, oh, sprint down the, the beachfront at Manly. I know that for I know that for a fact. That would be impossible. <laughs> Maybe a, maybe a mate body could do that the way he's going oh, these days. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Dwayus, uh, look, I think that's about the right price. I had, I had him yeah. marked around thirty three dollars. Just win win records not there. I had a, a map. It's probably some concern really. Barrier one for it uh, to be back shuffled well and truly back. 
Got Dane Ripper written all over it. Um, Ollie smoking the pipe, blowing the whistle, and away I'll she goes. 50, I'll give you $51. Yeah, I'll give you probably myself $51. Um, <laughs> Dean Watley? Yeah, you make a good point. They tend to always get off the inside and sort of loop them around the turn. I think that's the best case scenario. If the Jawaias sort of undertake them, a Winks F sort of run, I think she can settle closer than the run for Barry 3 3 affairs back on the inside. But yeah, not going as well as she probably needs to win a Cox plate. Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, I sort of thought at this stage of the barrier draw or whatever, they chose barrier one. It's probably indicates to me they're going to ride for luck. So I imagine she's going to smoke the pipe and look to cut the corner. So if that luck opens up, perhaps. But yeah, it's a lot of ifs and buts. Victoria Road is out the gate since the barrier draw was single figures. Now you can get $12. Blake Shin takes the ride on the Aidan O'Brien train, Northern Hemisphere three-year-old. This is what Blake had to say about Victoria Road's chances in the great race. I hope so. I hope we're speaking after the race. The reports are pretty strong on him and um, really happy to get the ride and trained by the arguably the world's best trainer and uh, he wouldn't be sending him if, you know, if he didn't think he was the right horse. Well, Shin's on fire. I don't know Brian's a genius. He's won a Cox Plate with Adelaide, but Mitchie Lewis, he's definitely the unknown here. I don't think anyone really has uh, quite the understanding of what this horse can produce on Saturday. No, that's right. And so for a horse like this, uh, and a drift like this is a little bit alarming because it's at such a strange time. But for a horse like this, an import, I'm always looking to the markets late to see what they're going to do because you know it's your big boys that come and move on these imports sometimes. It's your best indicator. So you're only guessing at this stage, in my opinion. Yep. Dino? Yeah, Mitchie makes uh, the best point um, of the segment. It's going to be a market that determines if this horse can win or not, in our, my opinion. I think we saw Sir Dragonair's absolute steamer late. Liz Crusher, similar horses that we don't really know too much about, rely on the market. But doing the form on this horse, I think he's an elite 1,600-metre horse, a strong 2,000 is the query. But if they go slow enough, he's a chance. But um, lean on the market late, it will tell you everything. Mickey Gannon. The boys have covered it well. Gee, I'm just wondering, was there a lack of coffee down there at Mooney Valley on uh, on Tuesday? Because everyone sounds flat. Well, they were just like, you know, comfortable in their surroundings, Mickey. We can't be always up all the time. I thought Gay was in Well, Gay was form. up and about, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah she was good. Yeah. She put a, put a dampener on things. I walked away saying it was the best ever giddy up that we've ever produced, Mickey G. I did hear that. Yes, yeah, we oh, I was. It was, it was a great show. No, I just thought Blake, I, I, just, I, I like to no, listen Blake to the tone measured, of voice yeah. from, from these trainers and, yeah. and these participants. And if they're really excited and up and about, I, I think mm, that's yeah. really good signs. Yeah. When they're a little bit flat, I think, geez, Blake. Yeah. They all saw alligator blood look like a machine going around and then the, everybody down, was like, that. that's it's all down. done, it's all over. All right, then. It, it was, was early in the morning. It was, but you know, Blake, that's Blake. He's really measured. Well, there you go. Well, then that's all we need to know. Yeah. You know, Gary, he's a bit like, he's got the James Cummings type of, he, he yeah, talks, okay. he doesn't talk at a great rate. Um, let's yeah. talk about the three-year-old militarize. Here's Chris Waller. Hope, please let Chris Wallace sound up and about here as he talks about militarize <laughs> ahead of the Cox Plate. He's well. Great form lines, obviously defeated at Caulfield, but we'll put that behind us and hope it, it gets a reasonable draw, can be sort of a bit closer. He's a very good horse. And I think mature enough, albeit a, a young three-year-old, to be running in the race. He he raced over a mile at two and won a group one. So that, to me, from that day onwards, was always shaping towards a Cox Plate run. Well, he got barrier three, Mickey Gannon. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the waller I like to hear. I think this horse is a huge, huge chance militarised. 
I, I just loved it. The slow tempo last start. It's going to go to a 2,040 meters for the first time, and he'll enjoy this um, strong hit out. You get Zachy Lloyd. He'll be pumped. Don't worry about that. Uh, this is this is blowout chance. No big chance in the race. Yes, can yeah. win. He's eight dollars, Smitty Lewis. Yeah. I thought Barrier Three was interesting because he he's got that habit of just missing the kick slightly, and I was a little bit concerned that if he ends up four pairs back the fence or something like that, he's he's going to need to ride for luck. So that's probably going to be his key. I just he's the best of the three year olds in my opinion, but I'm a little bit concerned. I would have thought something like. Six or seven might have been slightly better. But um, if everything goes his way, I definitely think he's got the finish on him to get there. Dino? Yeah, he's definitely got the ability. I echo Mitchie's thoughts there. I thought gate three, they did have second choice. I thought it was a little bit of a strange choice of a gate when four and six were available. I think worst case scenario, like Mitchie said, he's four pairs back on the inside. Best case scenario, he's three pairs back on the outside. If he lands in the latter, I think he's a massive winning hope here and he's a big price. And I just love it to see Zachy Lloyd. He's been riding phenomenally. He's got his fair knockers out there, but he's a young jet and hopefully he gives Millis Rides a, a good ride here and it's a definite chance. DNA King Colorado, Kira Ma says he can win a Cox Plate. He, he beat home Miller to rise in a Caulfield Guineas and he was off the track throughout. He's got an interesting gate to contend with. Wonder what Michael D would do here. He's at $26 with Bet365. Yeah, the gate's a big concern. I think it needs a little bit of juice out of this track to be at his best. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, okay last start. I think up to 2,000 metres is a big tick, but needs a lot of luck from the gate and needs the juice. So of the two three-year-olds, I'd have militarised firmly in front of King Colorado. Mickey Gannon? Uh, King Colorado is a beneficiary of Zaki drawing barrier 12. It's absolutely ideal. He'll push, he'll push, the, uh, push the button, Mickey D. He's one of the best group one um, jockeys we have in this country. His record proves it. He'll be nice and aggressive. King Colorado, the gap between it and militarize is far too big. And uh, I'm happy to be betting King Colorado, G. All right, then. And Mitchie Lewis? Yeah, it's a little bit the same thing. Barrier 10 is not ideal. Perhaps he finds a good spot, but I'm just a little bit untested with the hot tempo that I'm expecting this race to be, I'm not willing to be with him. All right, then tips for the Cox play on with Romantic Warrior. I think it'd be mighty hard to beat. Loved his track work on a Monday morning from Gold Trip, the five. And I give a militarized from that gate, the 11. I don't mind the gator. He can just mind his own business. He'll need luck. But if he gets that luck, he shouldn't be far off them. So my numbers there, one from five and 11 in this year's WS Cox plate. Dean Watley, what are you doing in the Cox Plate? Yep, I'm quite keen at the odds of Romantic Warrior. I get some lovely setup here off the back of a forgive run last start. Last thing it wanted first up was a brutally run Turnbull Stakes. We've seen West Wind Blows rocket out of that. Three weeks between runs is a, a massive tick, as is the gate. Gets the run of the race and should be incredibly hard to beat. I think Mr. Brightside's ridiculous odds and should be second favourite. I think up 2,000 metres suits now. Deep in the prep, um, I think gold trips, a big chance of a fast tempo, and I have to include militarised. So for me, Romantic Warrior on top, keen to bet, as well as Mr. Brightside. I'm going to back both those. And in behind that, I think gold trips and militarised probably round out the first four. Mickey Gannon? Romantic Warrior clearly on top G. Then I have Elegator Blood, Gold Trip, Militarize, and King Colorado, like just there. So I'll, I'll play Romantic Warrior, and then I'll use the rest of those for, for my exotics. Mitchie? Yeah, I've been saying it for a few weeks. I backed Alligator Blood and got a position a couple of weeks ago. So that's given me the ability to have a saver on Romantic Warrior to cover that bet. So, so Alligator Blood on top, Romantic Warrior, my saver. Alligator Blood for Mitchie Lewis, Romantic Warrior for the rest of us. 
in the WS Cox Plate. Can't wait for it. 10-16. And just from a punting perspective, some advice there. I would be betting fixed odds, Romantic Warrior. Don't touch the tote because yep. you'll start very, very short. Oh, we man. saw that in the Turnbull Stakes. But if you like a horse like Alligator Blood or a Gold Trip, back him on the tote with Bet365 um, because then you're going to get better value for money because the money will come for Romantic Warrior. Make no mistake about that.